You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing when to use and how to choose resin cements for zirconia and lithium disilicate crowns. Our guest is Dr. Sam Simos, a nationally recognized key opinion leader in cosmetic and restorative dentistry. He lectures around the country and writes articles in professional publications on the use of innovative dental techniques and materials. Dr. Simos, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. It's always great to be with you. So we're happy uh, with what we've, we're seeing on uh, the interaction with your previous podcast. We've got great engagement. One of them is called Frustrated with Post and Cores That Don't Work. Um, I like that title. And then yeah. you, did, you did another one on uh, resin-modified glass honors, which was very useful as far as understanding the applications and do's and don'ts of using these materials. Today, we're going to be talking about resin cements. You're going to tell us a little bit about the self-adhesive category and the non-self-adhesive category, which is the typical resin cement that requires a separate adhesive. So as far as zirconia and lithium disilicate crowns, why should a dentist choose a self-adhesive resin cement? That's a great question. And this is where the confusion comes in, right? Because, uh, and, and there's a huge amount of confusion into when to use a self-adhesive resin cement and when to use a non-self-adhesive resin cement. And, and let me just unravel this as to why there's so much confusion among clinicians today. One, it's because of how quickly the substrate of lithium disilicate and zirconia have come onto the market. Um, in 2009, they came onto the market really roaring, and we were still using the same old cements uh, that we were using for, for uh, porcelain fused to metal and gold crowns. So fast forward to now where uh, now we have a choice. We can we can use a resin modified glass ionomer, we can use a, a self-etched adhesive cement, or we can use a non-self-etched adhesive cement, uh, resin cement. And and so when when do we use these? Well, we use a resin cement because micro gap between the tooth and the crown of a milled restoration is much, much larger than the old uh, metal crowns that we used to use and still do sometimes, but but the the lithium. So we need to, to to protect that micro gap, that marginal integrity, because the killer of of crowns is solubility or micro leakage. So these resin cements really fill that gap, and we're able to now feel comfortable and confident and have more longevity with our crowns by using these dual cured resin cements little bit more of a confusion because yes we can use a resin cement but now what do we use do we use a self-adhesive resin cement or do we use a dual cure resin cement how do we choose so what I like to think of is that if I need more security in my in my because our crowns are becoming shorter and much more tapered so so what I like to do is if my crown is very short and very tapered I'll definitely use a dual cured um, resin cement that requires adhesive on the tooth. It's just stronger. But if I like, if I'm using just a, a regular, you know, it's, it's pretty retentive. Um, it's, it's in the posterior. I can get good isolation. Uh, pretty much my go-to uh, cements anymore are the self-adhesive resin cements. Some companies call them self-etch resin cements, but, but for all intents and purposes, they're self-adhesive resin cements. In previous podcasts, we talked about resin modified class onomers. So when would you make the decision to use a self-adhesive resin cement um, where you had adequate retention and isolation? Um, right. You didn't need that extra step of adding a special adhesive 
and then going in with the resin cement. Um, they're both dual cured, though. You mentioned dual cured, but a self-adhesive resin cement is dual cured also, correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. So the question is, tell us the difference between using a resin modified glass onomer and a self-adhesive resin cement. So again, it's in strength. So and so the only time that I'll use a resin modified glass ionomer is if I'm in the posterior with a fairly retentive crown prep and I can't get adequate isolation of, you know, there's a little moisture, um, you know, and I'm, I don't feel confident that I'm getting adequate um, isolation. So okay, that's so when I'll use a resin modified glass ionomer. Right. Okay. So that's the big difference. If you have a little blood on the, you just, you know, the bleeding is really tough to handle. The patient may not be able to just cooperate with, with your isolation system. If that's, if that's the case, right. or, or the tooth is just situated in a place where it's just really hard to isolate, you're going to go with a resin modified glass onomer or just a pure glass onomer if you really had to. But in the case, right. in the cases where you have isolation and retention is not a major issue, but it, it requires some retention, you'd go with a self-adhesive resin cement. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. What about a the, the two-step where it's not a self-adhesive resin, but it's you're going to use an adhesive resin after you you put a bonding agent on first? When would you do that? So I'll do that when I don't have a lot of retention. My rule of thumb is if I don't have any retention or if I know that I'm in trouble with retention or trying to keep that crown on the tooth, um, then I'll make sure that I use that dual cure resin cement with, with an adhesive on the tooth. Okay. Um, so talk about self-adhesive resin cements. Let's say you are going with that. Tell us about the steps that you need to do. So, um, so I like to, to use basically the, the same step that I would for any kind of adhesive where we make sure that the substrate is clean and the tooth is clean. So, so what I'll usually do is I'll try everything in. I'll adjust it, try in, make sure my marginal integrity is great. And then I'll, I'll take off the crown and I'll clean the crown out with, um, you know, in zirconia, I clean it out with, um, uh, you can clean it out with an Ivo Clean or just a, a, a generic bleach. Uh, rinse it out really well and set it aside. If it's lithium desilicate, you have to clean it out with the phosphoric acid. Uh, rinse it out really well and set it aside. Then I'll prime both of those uh, substrates. Now, we have to prime both of those substrates when we're using a dual-cure resin cement, whether it be a self-adhesive resin cement or whether it be a non-self-adhesive resin cement. So, um, so we'll prime the substrate. Now, zirconia I'll prime with the Z-Prime Plus from Bisco, and lithium desilicate I'll prime with um, silane. We, we want to make sure that we have the proper primer for the substrate that we're using. Now, some companies like Ibuclar has a has a product out that you can prime both zirconia and lithium desilicate with. There, there are a number of different primers, but just make sure that it's specific for the substrate that you're using. But these these materials have to be primed because that's really what's making the primers just making the it's a hydrophobic resin loving. Uh, environment. So it's a hydrophobic. You're making it like the hood of a car after you just waxed it. Resins love that kind of environment. So uh, then after you put your primer on, um, then you go ahead and use, you go right into your resin cement. So then I'll go into the resin cement, but not before I clean the tooth because I have to clean the tooth uh, with some kind of cleaner. So I usually use a 2% chlorhexidine. Uh, there's a, there's a, a product called Cavity Cleanse from Bisco. 
uh, it's a two percent chlorhexidine solution you can use um you can use a you can use a chlorhexidine if you want if you've got it in the office um there's something that you just have to clean the tooth so that you have that clean collagen that you're uh, that you're adhering to so in either whether you're using your self-adhesive resin cement or you're using your dual cure uh, resin cement, you just need to, to clean the collagen and make sure your substrate's clean. Once you have that done, then you can go in, isolate the tooth, make sure you've got proper isolation as far as, you know, no, no uh, moisture, bleeding, things like that. Put the resin into the crown and uh, put your self-adhesive resin cement right onto the, onto the crown. If you're doing a dual-cured resin cement that's not self-adhesive or self-etch, then you need to etch the tooth, put your bonding agent on, blow it off, light cure it, and then put your resin in the crown and go ahead and put that onto the crown. So there's different, there are different um, protocols for each of these different cements. And I think that's another reason why it's become a little bit more confusing. A few more steps. Right. But uh, what I have been learning from KOLs on podcasts and just talking to them in general, um, the, the old days of these bottles where the the, the chemistry was different when you first use it and then what's at the end of the bottle. Aren't these individual dosages um, more consistent as far as the chemistry, which would give you more predictable success? Within the resin cements? Yes. Or, oh, definitely. Yeah, both, yeah. actually, both adhesive and resin cements. Right. The adhesives are well, awesome because um, the solvents are usually pretty stable. And, um, you know, I, I use the Futura Bond U a lot of times where – uh, you've got clean chemistry. The, the way that they've developed this little packet is is really awesome because you always have uh, really fresh chemistry. So you don't have to worry about the chemistry anymore in the adhesive of Future Bond U. And and most most uh, adhesives are like that. You do have to watch. Most of the bottles are, are constructed in a way. Uh, gosh, you know, some companies spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on the design of these bottles just so they can maintain the integrity of the solution inside. Right. Well, that makes sense. And the shelf life of these materials, are, do they have to be refrigerated in most cases? Uh, you have to check. Every manufacturer is different. I know the Bifix SC and the Bifix QM, uh, they don't have to be refrigerated. Um, yeah, so tell us about some of the self-adhesive resin cements that you like to use and why, and also in the event that you have to go with a non-self-adhesive resin cement where it requires a separate bonding agent, step um what products do you recommend there on the on the resin cement side so the, well i'll tell you almost every manufacturer has a a dual cured resin cement and a self-adhesive resin cement i will just tell you to be careful with what you're buying because you have to understand and some manufacturers call them different things the self-adhesive resin cement sometimes referred to as a self-etch uh, resin cement and they're both dual cured so don't think that if you're getting a dual cure it's going to be self adhesive or self-etch. It's not. Uh, you have to make sure that it says that it's self-adhesive or self-etch. So just make sure that, you know, that you're buying the correct product that you want. Um, I like, I like, I've been using the Bifix SC from Voco um, as far as a self-adhesive resin cement. And SE stands for self-etch. So it's the same thing, self-etch, self-adhesive. Um, that's their self-etch resin cement. It's it's very easy, very I like the thinness of the material because it it won't stop you from seeding your crown all the way. It, you know, it's it, it squishes out easy. It's very easy cleanup. Um so it's it's a pretty great material. The other one is the Bifix QM, which is called the Quick Mix, which is their dual cured 
uh, resin cement. It, now you need, you requ it requires an adhesive. The QM requires the adhesive on the tooth side. So those are the two that I've been using a lot of. But again, if you've heard my podcasts uh, or me speak anywhere, you'll see that I'm a big proponent in keeping a lot of materials on yourself. I mean, go down the list of manufacturers that you like, and I'm sure you'll find a self-adhesive or a dual cure resin cement that you that you like. These are the two that I use. Um, you can also see them on my uh, Instagram account. You'll see how they, they work. Um, and the Instagram account is just Dr. Sam Simos. So those are the two that I use. Theoretically, if you're using, um, in this case, you, you use Bifix QM, but if you're using a um, dual cure, non-self-adhesive resin cement routinely, right. would, would that, if someone's comfortable with putting an adhesive in first on the tooth, on the dentin or whatever, it might be enamel and dentin, they're doing the etching and bonding themselves and they've been doing it that way for a long time, why would it hurt just to stick with a non-self-adhesive resin cement? Wouldn't you get better strength, in this case, Bifix QM? with Futura on you or whatever system you want to use. Would, would that system not provide better results than an SE? Uh, so you're talking about strength. And yes, this, the, the bond strengths go up dramatically when you're talking about using a QM and you're using an adhesive on the tooth side. So yes, um, if you're use, doing it that way, yeah, do it with everything. I think that it's a nice way to go. The, the thing is, clinical situations sometimes dictate that you can't, you don't have enough time to do the etching and then do the adhesive and then put the crown on. And, you know, that sometimes there's just not enough time to, to do all of this stuff and still have the tooth remain um, dry. So, so in, in cases where, you know, I, I don't have enough time or I, I don't, I don't have the proper, I can't, I can't get it isolated well enough. I'll use the Bifix SE because it's a lot quicker and I still have a really nice bond strength. Okay. So, there are different clinical situations, I guess. But yes, I guess your question is, is, is if I, hey, if I've been used to doing a, an adhesive and um, a bonding on the tooth before I put the crown on, yeah, uh, then go ahead and keep doing it and use the QM. I think that's a great, a great strategy. Okay. So really, when you say you don't have the time, it's obviously not the time for the patient, but it's, just a, it's the isolation time where you're just restricted, whether it's working on a patient yes. that's just difficult to work with or uh, you just can't get the isolation, you need to move quick. Correct. It's, it's rarely off. the yeah yeah. It's rarely the patient. It's mostly as as you know. I mean, it's 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 always just the the environment that we work in is not always kind. So yeah, that's so I think it's, mildly. It's just, yeah yeah yeah. So so it's it's basically the time you have to put these things to to use these materials and and if I'm using so for instance if I'm using a third generation adhesive where I have to put the primer on then I'd have to put the adhesive on then I have to put the that's just going to take me forever but if I'm using a, a seventh or eighth generation adhesive well now my time is cut in in into nothing where I just put the adhesive on the tooth uh, scrub it in blow it off put my light on now I'm ready to go ahead and put my my uh, dual cure resin cement on. So it makes it a lot easier if I'm using the correct protocol and products given the clinical situation. Right, right. No, that's that makes total sense. So no, that's great. You've, you've really put it in a great context, um, Dr. Simos, for our listeners to be pretty clear on, on the confusion that goes along with using these types of cements. Sometimes people just wonder, dentists just wonder, you know, if I could use something that's self-adhesive resin, why would I even consider doing something like a fourth generation um, where you'd use more steps. But uh, I think you've clarified that very well. Thanks again for your time, 
Dr. Simos for this uh, podcast and your other ones that we've done have been excellent. Frustrated with post and cores. We talked about that and um, resin modified glass onomers. And you have one more coming up in this series on bulk fill. So we look forward to having that one uh, real shortly. Thank you very much. Thanks, Phil. I appreciate being here.